everyone, and welcome to the UNT MindSpark podcast. I am your host, Jared Johnson, and joining me today is going to be my special guest, Jaden. How are you doing today, Jaden? I'm doing just great. Thank you. So, the first thing I want to ask is, what is your major? Um, I'm currently a senior at UNT majoring in a Bachelor's of Arts and Music, with my primary instrument being trumpet. Okay. Have you always just had an interest in playing the trumpet? Um... It was, I was kind of um, introduced to it in sixth grade and I just kind of stuck with it since Mm. then. Okay. So was it by choice or? It was, it was by choice. I just didn't know I liked it until a few years later. Okay. Okay. Because I know, especially in some of the larger schools, it's either you're a band kid or you are a sports football player, basically. Mm -hmm. And well, my school never had a band because I was from a very, 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 very small town. But um, do you collect anything? Um, not really. Recently, I picked up a few like old D&D modules just for fun. So I guess I have a small collection of those. And every now and then I'm, you know, whenever I go to like a bookstore or something, I kind of look for them. So yeah, in a way, I'm, I've started collecting those. That's, so. that's always how it starts. You get like <laughs> one or two just for fun. And then in my case, at least you are neck deep in a large variety of old vinyls. (laughs) Right. And of course, I decided to pick the most expensive, you know, old hobby to be in because vinyls are insanely expensive, Mm -hmm. but they sound good. That's, that's the main thing. Right. Um, do you have a favorite musical artist at the moment? I have plenty, but off the top of my head, um, recently I've been listening to a jazz trumpet player named Tom Harrell. And um, he's been around for quite a while. He, I think he's in his 70s now, and he's oh. still recording, putting out albums and stuff. But um, probably my all-time favorite musician is another jazz trumpet player named Kenny Dorham. Mm, okay. And he's, yeah, he's great. Yeah. As someone who loves all type of musics, I really do love jazz. Yeah. Like, especially those piercing trumpets whenever they come in. <laughs> so good. Right. Like, um, I don't know if it's technically jazz. It may be more big band, but um, are you familiar with the opening for Cowboy Bebop? Yes. Yes. I absolutely love Tank. Yep. It's great. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And then when those, uh, I believe they're trumpets. I believe when those come in, so good. <laughs> but um, do you consider yourself to be creative? If so, why or why not? Um. Yeah, I mean, in in a way, everyone's creative. Like for me, I I like creating solutions to problems Mm. and like trying to find ways to create something new. So I guess in that way, I'm creative. So like recently I've started uh, becoming a dungeon master for uh, an at-home game. And so that's kind of tested my creative limits on what right. I can do, which is, is kind of fun but and scary. Yeah. But Yeah, as, as someone who is also a DM, yeah, it takes a lot. Yes. Uh, usually, I, I've always been better at improv, but that would make me more akin to really good at one-shots rather than full-length right. stories because basically people would show up for my session and, hey, we're going to do these couple things. Like, I create, like, a few encounters here and there for, like, mm-hmm. static encounters, but... Anything else? Yeah, no, it's it's entirely planned because I know if I plan something, my players are going to go in the opposite direction. Right, exactly, yeah. So what first got you into making? As a kid, I was um, 
often taking things apart, trying to put them back together. I loved Legos. So in a way I was, you know, just playing with toys that involved making things or trying to like reverse engineer Mm. like random things I'd find around my house, which I got in trouble for a lot. Yeah, I've I've taken apart the remote uh, my fair share of times. (laughs) Yes, yeah. But um, so I guess... I don't know, maybe that's when I found out that I like creating things or figuring out how things work and Mm. replicating them. Okay, and that's kind of what sparked your interest, no pun intended, for, (laughs) you know, getting into making. Exactly. Okay. Um, Do you remember the first thing you made that you felt proud of? Yeah, when I was um, probably in kindergarten, I had like a craft project for Father's Day where I made like a a pin holder out of some yarn and a tin can. And essentially all I did was just dye the yarn a couple of cool colors and then glued it or wrapped it around the tin can and glued it in place. And I was really proud of it yeah. for like the first thing I made before. And I th- I'm pretty sure when I gave it to my dad on Father's Day, he he still has it to this day on his office desk. So, mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think um, – Back whenever I was in, I think kindergarten, we had an art class Mm -hmm. and uh, it was Mother's Day. And so I basically made a cup that was essentially, basically uh, the main thing was they um, was like a plastic outside, plastic inside, and you could take them apart. Right. And you could just put like a piece of paper like in the middle. And that was one of the first things I remember Mm -hmm. making. And I don't think it's around anymore, but we had that in the house at least until I was 18. Yeah. So, you know, that was that was always nice to see, like, oh, hey, that's still there. Right. What do you think is the hardest part of your personal creative process? Hmm. And this could be from anything from, like, actually making or music, if you want to go either one of those ways. Yeah. I guess for me, it would be motivation, like hmm. starting something and continuing with it, because I know often, like, I'll either involve myself too much at first and like start to get burnt out towards the middle and then not see it through Mm. or not involve myself at the beginning. And then when I get towards the end of it, I feel like I'm lost or I Mm. don't know what I'm doing, but you know, I guess taking things slow and just trusting in your progress is helpful. But yeah, that's one thing I struggle with. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably in the same boat there because i Definitely at the start of projects, unless I'm really passionate about it, it's very hard to get that motivation up. Right. But uh, do you critique your own work? If so, how do you critique it? Yeah, I I definitely do. Um, I try not to be too harsh on myself. I always try and find things that, you know, I can improve upon. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I think it's it's important to be proud of what you do, even if it's a total failure. I mean, because at the end of the day... A failure is just something you can learn from and build off of, which is, right. you know, really important. Um, yeah. I think, um, I believe there is an ancient proverb from one of the Eastern philosophers mm-hmm. that said, um, whenever a um, whenever a smart person and a dumb person get into an argument, the only person who wins is the dumb person. Right. Obviously not in those words, but basically the person that knows more if they showed the light to someone who knows less, the person that knows less learns. And basically the only thing that happens is the smart guy loses time. Right. So 
whenever you're in an argument, like, you can only learn if you are the less informed one, mm-hmm. which is definitely, uh, I think, along those lines of, you know, even your failures, you learn. Exactly. Yeah. So do you think creativity is a natural trait or do you think it's one that can be nurtured? Mm, I think naturally everyone's creative in their own way. Um, maybe only to a certain extent if you're like comparing people. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's something you can quantify either mm. though. Um, I mean, it's something like creativity can always be improved. Mm. Um by like learning from sources, like I don't know, YouTube is right. really good at learn. You can learn anything from really YouTube or other people. I think is probably the best source mm, okay. of like nurturing your creativity. Okay, yeah, ab- absolutely. My next question is, um, who is your greatest influence, whether that be making or in terms of music? I often find myself the most influenced by the people I meet, um, either people who are further along in something I'm pursuing, like music, mm-hmm. or someone who just has, like, for instance, if someone's more, if I see someone is smarter, creative, more creative than I am, I feel like there's something I can learn just from observing them. I usually find that I'm influenced most by those people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably in the same boat. Like if I know people that I can learn from, those are definitely the most influential people that I know. Mm -hmm. Like, especially whenever I first started working here and I knew nothing aside from 3D printing. Right. And now I'm here after learning Mm -hmm. for well over half a year. So do you have a current favorite hobby? Yeah, I recently started playing Dungeons and Dragons. So that's kind of my current thing. Um, As you know, I got a 3D printer recently and I've started getting in just really only like in the past month I've started getting into 3D printing. So that's pretty new hobby of mine and I'm I'm enjoying it. I've already had some issues and stuff along the way, but that's, you know, that happens. Yeah. Issues happen all the time. Right. Sometimes user errors, sometimes just faults with the machines. Exactly. So always good to just keep your head up, never get discouraged whenever like if it's something you can't control, well you can't control yeah, it. Yeah. If it's something you did, you learn from it. Exactly. And yep. then, you know, we all move forward in life. So my next question is, do you have any advice for those that are in your specific field in terms of like music? I guess, yeah, this advice could pertain to any field, I guess. But like, if you ever like find yourself discouraged or like frustrated at a concept or a task you can't correct or get right, it's, I feel like it's always helpful to look back on how far you've come from your initial starting point and just remember all the times you've overcome your initial, like your first obstacle and I know, just try and remember what it felt like then and try and like, you know, reharness that same motivation and, you know, that that frustrative energy you're feeling, just trying to like convert it into something that's more um, productive. Productive, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm. Sadly, in most cases, doesn't work for me. But of course, it works person to person, right. and like it clearly works for you, and it probably works for thousands, if not millions, probably even billions of other people. Mm-hmm. Like focusing that frustration into that creativity, yeah. right? So next up, um, what do you wish a lot of people knew about the Spark Makerspace? 
Um, just all the different um, machines and like appliances we offer training for, as well as, you know, I know a lot of people know that the Spark has 3D printing and most people I ask, they're like, oh yeah, the 3D printing place or <laughs> something like that. Like, yeah, we also have, you know, like CNC, we've got like the, the Cricut embroidery and then, you know, the garage has even, well, even more 3D printing. Even more 3D printing. Uh, but, you know, like laser cutting. And then we have, you know, all these different kits and cameras, which I didn't know about until I started working here, is that we have really nice cameras oh, that you can check out. Absolutely. Like we have uh, like Canon Mark Fives. Right. And... Max with a good lens, which we also have, they look fantastic. Right. Yeah, I, I just wish more people knew that, like, we have these, like, we all, this is all free. Like, we offer this training and use of this equipment for free. Um, I mean, it's, you know, I say free. It's included in your tuition, yeah, essentially. Yeah, but so it's pe- free, quote, right. unquote. Like, most people are already paying for this, so you might as well take advantage of some of these things you can learn. Um, can yeah. we help you? We're essentially in the same kind of field as the uh, the rec center. Right. Like, if people don't use it, okay, but you're paying your tuition for it anyway, so you might as well try and use it at least a little. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any advice for those that want to get into making? Is it kind of the same as the advice you gave to people in your field? Uh, yeah, kind of. I, I would say just start simple if you can i know a lot of the times like for me i have an idea for something i want to do but it's a lot different when you're trying to carry out that mm-hmm. idea um so just starting simple initially can be really helpful um you know and like being a beginner at something you have to kind of accept that you might not be the best at it at first but you just kind of have to trust that you know over time you'll get better so I, f- I feel like that's pretty good advice just in general. Like mm-hmm. it may start off bad, but you will get better right. as long as you put the effort in. Mm-hmm. If you don't, well, then you're going to stay you're, bad. Yeah, you're going to stay stuck. <laughs> but my last question to you is what's your spark? The reason that you create or keep pushing forward? Hmm. I guess it's you could consider it somewhat of a more self-centered reason like for me i i like to explore what i'm naturally good or bad at Mm. and improve on like you know just exploring those different things and no matter if i'm good or bad at it just seeing if i like it and if i do kind of exploring from there and then um beyond that i i enjoy showing others what I've learned and what I've figured out and trying to like share things like, you know, share my experiences and my mistakes Mm -hmm. so that other people, when they start, they can have like a better starting place than I did. Right. Okay. So almost like a teacher type of role. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm as someone who is theater education, I I can definitely sympathize with that because I want the next generation to be smarter than I was. Exactly. Because, yeah. like, I did some dumb stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever I was a kid. And I want them to be like, hey, you don't have to do stuff this way. You can do it better. True. But with that, 
This has been the UNT MindSpark podcast with our segment on What is Your Spark? I've been your host, Jerry Johnson, with my special guest, Jaden, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.